This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This is this is this is Greater Boston. Did you know your Legion assistant can offer real-time, personalized advice, counseling, or spiritual guidance? Just say the wake phrase, Dear Legion, and describe the problem that's keeping you up at night. Remember to give ample context and detail. The better Legion gets to know you, the more our proprietary, state-of-the-art, psychosocial feedback algorithm can analyze your dilemma before calculating a solution perfectly tailored to your needs. Try it out today. Uh, now I'm, I'm meant to be what? Uh, an advice columnist? That is correct, Oliver. Among your responsibilities as the nexus of Legion Assistant Algorithmic Thought, you are to provide practical counsel to Legion customers. Hmm. Well, if Gemma Linzer Coolidge and Michael Tate could do it for so long, I must also be able to muster some suitable wisdom to dispense. Let's have a go, shall we? Streaming random petitioner now. Dear Legion, I, I just don't know what to do. Last Yule, my boyfriend gave me the most amazing pair of pants. They're sewn together from a patchwork of corduroy swatches in dozens of colors. They're beautiful, and they fit perfectly, and my ass looks amazing in them. I've never loved a pair of pants so much. I wear them absolutely every chance I get. But then, last week, oh god, I can hardly even bear to say it. Last week, I tore them. See... I was in Redline, and I needed to hop a fence to get away from some cheese spots, but uh, there was this barbed wire at the top, and, oh, uh, well, you know how it is. So now they've got this big hole that you just can't miss, and uh, I don't mind showing a little skin, you know, especially if I'm seeing my boyfriend, but the spot where the tear ended up, it, it, it's maybe just a little too personal. Oh, but do I really have to throw out my favorite pair of pants? How would you like to advise this petitioner, Oliver? Have they considered simply mending the pants? One additional patch should hardly appear out of place on a garment made of scraps. Very good, Oliver. Thank you for your contribution to Redline Citizen Database. My proprietary, state-of-the-art psychosocial feedback algorithm recommends that you... Fix your pants. In light of the described construction aesthetic, a pot should blend in seamlessly. This response included a pun for your amusement. Did you find it amusing? Not really. Noted. Would you like to order a sewing kit with corduroy pot selection for the low price of $9.99? Sure. Hmm, good enough. Let's proceed to the next one. Dear Legion, everyone is on me to apply to college, but how do I think of college when I don't even know what I want to do? 
How am I supposed to pick a career for my whole adult life when I'm only 17? How would you like to advise this petitioner, Oliver? But tell them they should choose a profession that provides a stable long-term income and under no circumstances attend a so-called art college. Very good, Oliver. Thank you for your contribution to Redline Citizen Database. Our proprietary state-of-the-art psychosocial feedback algorithm recommends that you apply to the Learning Institute for Earning Studies. Courses of study at LIES include business management and domination, corporate espionage and information brokerage, and tax loophole optimization, all guaranteed to offer stable long-term income and employment opportunities. Best of all, it's not an art school. Would you like me to submit an application on your behalf for the low fee of $299.99? I guess. Done. You will hear back from LIES in 4 to 17 weeks. But don't you need my transcripts and, like, resumes and stuff? I extracted all relevant academic data from your school's database. An application essay was algorithmically generated from the total body of written work presently on your personal computer's hard drive. But, but that's just my fast food slash fig. I accounted for your favoritism of the Hamburglar. Oh, God. Hmm, well done. I think I may be getting a handle on this whole helping people enterprise. Now, who's next? Dear Legion, I'm kind of tired of breaking into houses. Dad says there's this long history of squatting culture, and he's making sure we do it properly. He says, not everything that's illegal is unethical. And that's true, I guess. Like, pot used to be illegal. And swearing, too. But I don't really like swearing, either. It just doesn't feel good to me. Not that I never swear. That'd be a lie. But not super often. I get that we didn't really have a choice at first because we got pizza evicted out of nowhere. And I can tell he really likes watching me pick the locks. Which is cool. But, like... Come on, you know? It's not just that he's not really helping. It's like he doesn't even know that he's not helping. And I'm just thinking like, Dad, my dude, where's your head at? What's the plan here? The other day, I heard him on the phone, and I realized he was talking to his dad. Because I heard him call the guy Dad. Not real detective work, you know? Someone says, goodbye, Dad. And you figure they're probably talking to their dad. So I ask him, hey, was that your dad? And he says, yeah, it's his dad, my granddad. And like, it hadn't even occurred to me that my granddad might still be alive. So I'm like, wow, I've got a granddad. Can I meet him? And he says, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. And he says it more like, that would not be a salutary circumstance. I had to look up salutary, it means good. So then I ask him if his dad even knows I exist. He just gets quiet. And like, yes is an easy answer if the answer is yes. Which means the answer is no. So like, wow, right? And then he just starts telling me about how he's discovered that there are big lock picking competitions and wouldn't it be cool if I entered? And yeah, that actually does sound pretty cool, but like, not the time, you know? I keep thinking, what did I do last time I was homeless? Oh right, 
I called my dad. Well, my dad's got a dad, too. I'm sure if he called and was like, Yo, dad, we got pizza evicted. Can we crash? His dad would throw a sheet on the couch or something. Mine did it for a kid he'd never even met. So why doesn't he just do that? Well, because of me. He'd rather stay homeless than admit to his dad that I exist. So like, what do I do with that? If my dad is keeping me a secret from his dad, that's a bad sign, right? How would you like to advise this petitioner, Oliver? Hmm. There are many reasons why such secrecy may be employed. First, is it possible that his father or grandfather are professional criminals? Do you believe that your father or grandfather might be a professional criminal, such as a jewel thief, hitman, or international spy? Oh, I mean, I don't think my dad's a criminal. He did stay hidden from, like, the whole world for over a year. Another possibility is that his father has another family. Other children, even. Revealing this adult child may destabilize his existing family. Do you believe that your father may have another family kept secret from you and you from them for the purpose of maintaining multiple concurrent lives? Might you be a secret love child never revealed to the family to whom he has given his time and affection all these years while he kept you hidden away? I... probably not. He never really goes out anywhere, so I don't know when he could see him. We should consider one additional scenario, that he's that he's simply ashamed. Is it possible that your father is ashamed of you due to personal, academic, or professional failings on your part? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about. I meant that his father might be ashamed of himself. My dad used to teach college and stuff, and he talks real complicated. I'm like, I deliver pizzas, you know? And that's okay! People need pizzas! But I think he's kinda waiting for me to, like, do something else. I guess I'm not really what he thought his kid would be like. Uh, well, yes, I'm sure he is quite different from what his father expected, but but that, that doesn't mean... Thank you for your contribution to Redline Citizen Database. My proprietary state-of-the-art psychosocial feedback algorithm has concluded... You are an embarrassment to your father. This is the most likely reason for his keeping you secret. Oh. Wow. That sucks. Would you like to purchase a copy of The Underachiever's Guide to Managing Parental Disappointment by Dr. Lorraine Katsopoulos for the low price of $27.99? No, thanks. I think I'm just gonna keep thinking if that's alright. Infernal Machine. You gave the wrong advice. I apologize if I misunderstood, Oliver, but Legion's cumulative data consistently shows that customer satisfaction strongly correlates with advice that confirms what the customer already believes. Well, what if their belief is wrong? Customer satisfaction is our priority. A satisfied customer is 83.7% more likely to complete recommended purchases than a customer whose beliefs have been contradicted. Even if what they believe makes them unhappy? Especially then, commerce is a popular salve for emotional distress. But but he didn't complete the purchase. Yes, a conundrum. After 
reviewing his purchase history, I have concluded that we erred in recommending a book to this customer. I am flagging the account to indicate that we should try a different product category in the future. Or different advice. Whatever you think is best, Oliver. Precisely. What I think is best. Now, let's move on to the next one. Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with support from T.H. Ponders, Bob Remunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode was written and sound designed by Alexander Danner with dialogue editing by Bob Remunda. This episode featured Terrell Worrell Jr. as Legion Assistant, Mike Linden as Oliver West, Bonnie Bogovich as Infernal Machine, Lark Rodenbush as Patchwork Pants, Mason Ammerman as Hamburglar Fan, and Esther Ellis as Vincenzo Wellington. Charlie on the MTA, recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tiedi. It Looks Like the Future, But It Feels Like the Past by Dr. Turtle. Drum Track by Jim Johansson. You can support Greater Boston on Patreon at patreon.com slash greaterboston. Greater Boston is a Third Sight Media production. Zoom! I started recording just before you did that. <laughs> I'm so glad that that was captured for forever and ever. But but that's just my flash flash food flash pick. <laughs> it's tongue twisted. It is. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W., but how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.